Apex Logistics has moved 150 million pieces of PPE across the globe and to the front lines to help protect us during COVID-19. Mike Pisa of Apex Logistics joined me last week to talk all about their story, who they are, what they do, how they've been helping during this crisis, and you're not going to want to miss that episode. Make sure to check it out. It's episode 116, wherever you listen to podcasts or wherever you listen to Let's Talk Supply Chain. Plus, you can find it under podcasts at letstalksupplychain.com. Let's Talk Supply Chain is not your average supply chain podcast. We feature not just the top of the industry, but also diverse voices from within the community, new innovations, and the disruptors making waves in the industry. Don't listen to the same old, same old. Be sparked by new ideas and fresh perspectives only on Let's Talk Supply Chain. I grew up with supply chain in my blood. I spent eight years in logistics operations and another eight in sales talking to shippers and BCOs, learning all about their pain points. Visibility is one of the biggest blockers to supply chain performance and knowing where your cargo is, well, that's just the beginning. What you really want to do is avoid surprises. Terminal 49 is an ocean freight visibility platform that's out to change the game for importers and brokers. They provide an easy to use unified dashboard with track and trace functionality to replace querying hundreds of separate steamship line and terminal websites. Just by entering the bill of lading number, you will receive proactive alerts when there's an ETA change container holds, or anything that requires action. Best of all, they can automatically update all the data you need for forecasting directly in the systems you use today, even spreadsheets. Check out Terminal49.com forward slash LTSC to learn more about Terminal 49 and they've agreed to give Let's Talk Supply Chain listeners 20% off their first year. Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. Wow, every single week I am amazed by everything that is happening in supply chain. And now starting tomorrow, I'm going to be going live every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern to talk about leadership. We're going to talk about top supply chain stories. Tomorrow in particular, I'm going to talk about how dogs and chickens have been have become the supply chain phenomenon during COVID. COVID-19. Um, so join me for my thoughts and coffee live stream at 10 a.m. every single Tuesday morning on the Let's Talk Supply Chain Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Plus, I've got some really big news. So we, I told you that we have our one-day virtual supply chain conference coming up on June 25th, and you can find out more information about that on procurementfoundry.com or over on letstalksupplychain.com under events on the homepage um, so that you can register but we've got some big news because Mr. Supply Chain, that's right, Daniel Stanton is going to be joining us for one of the hottest panels that we have during that day. I mean, they're all going to be pretty epic, but this one is going to bring supply chain and procurement together in one company to talk about how we collaborate and he is going to lead that. So hopefully you can join us that day, and uh, we hope to see you there. So today I am featuring the newest video star in supply chain and his company who cuts down 
on the onboarding time with their hottest inventory optimization software on the market. But first, I want to get to the question of the week because this week we talked about what are some of the feel-good supply chain stories you have heard about during COVID-19. And, you know, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of really great things that are happening. We want to thank all of the people in supply chain, on the front lines, the truckers, everybody keeping us in business and keeping product moving um, because there's a lot of amazing people doing amazing things. Um, And Anna says, I've been following the brand's better story for a while now. The coalition has come together to pledge 10% of their proceeds to charities, but also to ensure suppliers of the brands can keep working. Most of these brands have a common interest of sustainability and fostering relationships with their suppliers. And it's really just a cool story. And she's international trade specialist at Mercado. I've also heard about Grocery Hero here in Canada, where they are pairing uh, volunteers with frontline workers um, to go and get them groceries as they need it and as they can't really make it into grocery stores. A lot of really cool stories. I know Scott Luton had a few of those. They've also got a new, new show out Um, about some of the amazingly cool stories that are happening in supply chain as well. So go and check that out. I love, I always love reading and seeing all of your comments on the questions of the week. Plus I love how everyone interacts with each other and we're starting to see some amazing conversations and we can only do that because of you. So thank you to everyone who participated and remember to get in on the fun every single Wednesday over on the Let's Talk Supply Chain LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. Back to today, I don't know about you, but I'm finding that a lot of supply chain software Software takes a lot of time for onboarding, and our guest today is here to tell us about their solution that can be implemented in days. That's right, Chris from Right Sized Inventory is here to tell us all about how they make that happen and what they are doing for warehouses everywhere. But first, let's get to know Chris. Chris Dietrich is the VP of Business Development at Right Sized Inventory. Chris is a proven sales and supply chain leader with over 30 years of improving business performance across multiple industries. His vast experience is combined with his entrepreneurial mindset to consistently exceed targets for his organizations. Today, Chris leverages patented software technology to show his clients how to easily eliminate inventory imbalances seen within today's supply chain environments. So welcome to the show, Chris. Thank you, Sarah. I want to say thank you for having me on your show. I'm really excited to be here. Well, I am really excited that you're here because you and I have been talking about doing this episode for a while now. And I I just wanted to show our community who Right Sized Inventory was. I love what you guys are doing. I think that you're doing some innovative things in this space. And, you know, it's I just wanted the community to get to know who you are. So let's get started with that. You know, what is the story behind the brand? How did Right Sized Inventory get started? And how how has the company evolved over the years? Sure. So Right Sized Inventory first got its start in 2014 when two very passionate supply chain consultants, David McPetrich and Dave Cook, came together to really address a gap in the marketplace that they consistently saw with their clients. And, and that is, is that they recognized that formulas, calculations, and algorithms to set inventory targets were actually creating some imbalances in their inventory positions. And so they both teamed up with software designer Steve Cook to create a patented cloud-based planning tool, which 
runs very accurate supply chain simulations to achieve inventory optimization. And they wanted to make that tool affordable to nearly any company. In fact, Dave Cook once said, when you can identify and eliminate excess and put that cash back into the client's pocket and at the same time improve their customer service levels, well, that's how we add value to our client base. And today, we've really evolved to serve companies of all sizes, with small companies who do just over a million dollars a year in revenue, all the way up to very large multinational corporations who do, up, do upwards of $6 billion a year. And so we really cover a vast range of industries. And some of our clients are even household names, such as Anheuser-Busch, Advanced Energy, Cooper Tires, Valvoline, Moen Faucets, and 3M, just to name drop in a few companies there. I love that. And I think the concept is, you know, really unique. I think that it is so needed in the industry because you're really thinking about who your customer is and making technology more affordable. I mean, let's think about this. Everybody's got huge overhead. There's a lot of things to think about. There's a lot to the bottom line. And everybody wants to be able to utilize technology to make things more efficient and more, more process-driven, um, especially on the inventory and warehouse side. And this is where we are seeing a lot of conversations, especially what's been happen happening lately with COVID-19. And so I think with them and the customer top of mind in that respect, I think that that was a really, really good place to start. Um, and so I love to hear that. So in saying that, though, what exactly do you do? I mean, I know what you do, but let's <laughs> tell the community. Let's bring the community in, in on this and tell them exactly what you do. Sure, sure. So to, to put it simply, our patented technology eliminates the guesswork out of determining what is the minimum amount of inventory required for a business to achieve their desired target service levels. So ultimately, we are eliminating our clients' inventory imbalances and enabling them to quantify and mitigate risk. And we do this by utilizing real-world simulations of our clients' supply chain environment. Really? That is interesting. Can you tell me a little bit more about the real-life simulations? I don't, I don't think we're going to get to that. So I want to sort of paint that picture. What does that, what does that actually mean? So in supply chain, there's a lot of variables that can't always be quantified by algorithms and formulas, such as variable lead times, uh, such as random demand patterns and spikes. And so real world simulations are able to really quantify those aspects of supply chain to come up with a more accurate answer and a more optimal inventory position. I like that. I like that. So, and so you're creating that as a visual so the, the client can really see what the benefits are going to be to what they're doing currently. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. So we talk about inventory optimization. I mean, obviously that is what you guys do. Um, it's something that everybody, that's going to be top of mind for everybody right now. It's got <laughs> to be. I mean, yeah. you know, we've seen a lot of gaps in supply chain, especially on the distribution and warehousing side. And I think some people have been really, um, it's, there's been a light shone on this area of supply chain. And I think this is really huge right now. And I've talked about this before on the show, how 
important data is to supply chains in general. But I think we're really seeing that data is important to distribution, warehousing, inventory optimization. Tell us more about that. Why is it so important? Yeah, that's a great point, Sarah. Data is vitally important to inventory optimization. If we don't have data, then we can't run those simulations. And if we can't run simulations, then we cannot provide inventory optimization. So data is an absolute minimum requirement in order to get started in predictive analytics. And the data, Sarah, is is much easier to get than most people think. Uh, Very often there are, well, let me say it this way, all organizations, no matter how sophisticated or how unsophisticated they are, they are very often already in some form of a workaround or they already spend some amount of planning time in Excel spreadsheets, right? And so the data to run predictive analytics for inventory optimization is always there. It's just that some clients don't always know where it is located or they don't know exactly how to grab the data set. And if that's the case, our optimization team walks them through step by step. We'll even hold their hand if they wish to fill in the data requirements together And we very often do this through a working meeting via some form of a screen share platform such as Zoom or GoToMeeting. I like that. And I think that, so what you're saying really is that, you know, all companies are sitting on the data. They just haven't necessarily put it into action for themselves. That's absolutely correct. Yeah, because I I know that people are still kind of using Excel spreadsheets. I mean, <laughs> some people are. Um, I actually saw a couple of posts on LinkedIn the other day that people definitely are still using Excel spreadsheets because of their functionality. Yeah. Um, and so I'm sure you see this a lot. But in saying that, um, I think also what you're saying is that there's a lot of data in those spreadsheets and it's just a matter of extraction. So what what are you seeing? Like, what are some of the biggest mistakes you've seen your customers make before they work with you and your team? And I guess maybe we can start in the data area because that's really the groundwork um, to optimizing processes, making things more efficient, optimizing distribution and inventory, things like that. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question, Sarah. And I, I guess on occasion we hear during the sales process things like, I'm not sure if I have the data or I'm not sure if I have the time to grab the data for you to run simulations. And as mentioned earlier, everybody has the data somewhere. It's so when we hear comments like this, it can mean that a company is sort of flying blind, right? And so from a business perspective, that can be a little bit scary. And I guess that can be seen as sort of a a mistake, if you will. But I wouldn't say our clients make mistakes before they start working with us. I prefer to say they work with what they have. And in fact, this brings to mind one of our largest clients who over the past 10 years has been in acquisition mode, essentially buying up all their competition. And as a result, they have six different legacy ERP systems that all work independently from each other. And the planning director had an entire series of Excel spreadsheets uh, workarounds in order to really tie everything together for their SNOP meetings. And so since RSI is, is very pointed at inventory optimization for an individual item plus its location combination, we were able to streamline their process and get the planning director and every buyer at every location and all their inventory items out of spreadsheets and into predictive analytics. 
And not only have they seen increases uh, in service levels, but they've also seen reductions in working capital. And a lot of their team members have actually reported that they're able to really kind of redirect their energies to other higher priority projects, primarily due to the huge reduction in planning cycle times. Sorry for the lengthy answer there. I just get really excited about RSI sometimes. I love it. And honestly, painting the picture and talking about how you work with customers is really ideal for how we can let the customer in on you know, taking a look at how they could possibly work with you and how you could um, make things more efficient and optimized for them as well. So when somebody does say to you, um, I don't have time to go through the data, or I'm not sure I have the data, what is your response to that? Because, you know, I'm sure that that is something you must get a lot. And I'd really like the listeners to have an idea of, you know, when they're thinking about or maybe changing the mindset around that? Sure. So when we hear comments like that, we've never not been able to build an effective supply chain model for our clients. It's just that some clients need to get in touch with our optimization team. And very often it's a much quicker process when we can actually guide them through the process of, hey, your your transactional data in SAP is in your MMO3, your material master, or it's in your Z tables. And we kind of just walk them through the process, grab that data and put it into our spec sheet right there in those working meetings. And so, as I said, it's, it's a much easier process than most people think at first. Our job is just to guide the client as to where the data is located and, and fill in the data spec sheet together. Yeah, I think that's half the battle. I mean, you know, when we think about spending time on trying to find the data, it's almost like, where do I start? You know, (laughs) if that's not really my realm and what I do, but I know that the data is here somewhere and I'm thinking in my mind, holy moly, like (laughs) I'm going to have to go through all these spreadsheets and sort of figure out where everything is. Um, I'm sure that's what's sort of running through your customers or potential customers' minds and and the community. So that's Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to ask you, what is the time frame then? Like, what is the time frame from, you know, them saying, okay, you know, help me with the data for them being on your system and fully seeing benefits? What does that look like? So the the time frame is, well, our record is a couple of hours. However, that's the, yes, that's the exception and not the rule. Most clients take a couple of days, maybe up to a a week to get us the data. And that's really dependent upon how busy they are with current work projects. And so it does vary by client. Mm -hmm. You you keep bringing up great points about the the data that is required. And, and, And just as we've discussed, the data RSI requires, it does reside somewhere within their organization. And so Our onboarding team's job, like I said, is just to kind of guide the client as to where the data is located and really support them in their efforts in grabbing the data as we fill in the spec sheet together. But here's a kind of a key point I want to bring about is, and that is, is very often before we onboard a client, we'll offer them a free trial. And that gives prospective clients an opportunity to see up to 10 of their inventory items with their data on our platform and actually see improvements in their inventory positions. Plus, they'll get many other actionable items as well. 
And so that gives the prospective client an opportunity to really see the entire process of the data gathering in action before having to commit to any type of financial obligation. Plus, at this point, they'll be able to gauge whether or not they'll be able to uh, take a couple of days or maybe up to a week to get us the data. That's really interesting and a really key point. I'm glad that you brought that up because I think, you know, a lot of a lot of times in supply chain, we've looked at tech as almost like a software and an implementation. And in some cases, we do need the software for, for different things. But I think, you know, with the emergence of technology, with the emergence of cloud and SaaS and, and all of those different types of technologies that are available to us, it's technologies like yours, like RSI, like some of the SaaS out there, where they're able to have that free trial and be able to get to know you, you get to know them, you can really check out the benefits before you make that investment. And, you know, I think that that's something kind of new to supply chain. I know we've had that obviously in other industries. And, you know, kudos to you and RSI and the team over there, because I think that that is you know, a really smart way of being able to show the customer what it means to to work with you. So I know you you painted a bit of a picture before about one of the customers that you worked with. I'm hoping that you have another example. Um, can you paint us a picture of how you work with your customers? So what what problem did they come to you with? What was the solution that you provided? And what was the benefit that they saw? Sure. So... <clears throat> All clients that we work with, they, they all experience one fundamental issue, and that is inventory imbalances. And these imbalances, they fall into two categories. First one being surplus and excess. And as you know, Sarah, that can tie up working capital. And the yep. second one being deficiencies, also known as shortages and stockouts, which you also know can cause negative customer satisfaction. It can lead to expedites, very often at higher unit costs. And so the benefit to for these two categories across our customer base is number one, our clients will realize a minimum of a 10% drop in their pockets of surplus and excess inventory. And secondly, at the same time, they'll be able to identify, mitigate, and resolve for all their future shortages and stockouts. And this usually accounts for about 10 to 15 to sometimes 20% of their items. Now, let me give you a couple quick examples. We have a, a client who is about a $450 million a year manufacturing organization, and they make power control modules, thermal instrumentation panels, they make LEDs and semiconductors for the automotive and aerospace industries. And about three months previous to meeting with us, they had just purchased a so-called <laughs> competing solution for over $100,000, which Ooh. nobody liked yeah. because it was very difficult to navigate and they were still experiencing chronic shortages on their mission critical items. Now, they did admit they came on board with us due to our low price point. But after just one analysis with RSI, they reported that we were much more complex, yet at the same time, much more user-friendly than their existing system, and that we just did a much better job of forecasting and covering them for the volatility. And secondly, we were able to help them right-size their inventory positions for their MRO and spares division, which is, of course, very intermittent, right? And the financial benefit to that organization in getting working capital off their shelves, freed up, turned in cash while improving service levels at the exact same time was a little over $6 million that year. And this ended up being a 600% return on their investment. Wow, yeah. I don't think you're charging enough. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard that before. 
We, uh, we have a, another client who is a distributor of industrial equipment who very early on had no inventory management system. And this would cause them to either stock too much inventory or they'd run out of inventory. And a few months before we met them, they had just purchased a new ERP system, which did improve their situation, but they were still overbuying the slower items and underbuying their higher volume runners. And in our very first meeting, Sarah, the president actually said, and I quote, I think the algorithm in our new ERP system just doesn't work, <laughs> which we thought was kind of funny. So a couple of meetings later, we were able to improve the organization of their data by streamlining their process. And RSI was able to deliver value in that they, we reduced their inventory levels by greater than 20%. And at the same time, we improved their customer service levels. Wow, those are really great stories. And, you know, key point on customer service levels, right? A lot of times we talk about supply chain, um, but we don't really correlate it to customer experience and marketing. I mean, I do talk about it on the show quite a bit. Um, but in general, we don't really correlate the different departments. And it's interesting to see how you've been able to correlate what they're doing on the distribution and inventory side into real benefits on the customer service and customer experience side, which is great. Great. I love that. So we talked about how your implementation and onboarding um, can be, you know, as little as a couple of hours to just a few days. Um, but I want to know, and you kind of alluded to this, but what does your ideal client look like? Like what, if I'm sitting here as somebody who is um, running warehousing, inventory, distribution, what kind of issues am I having to really pick up the phone to say, you know, RSI is is the company for me and and that's who I want to be calling for for this challenge that I'm having. Sure. So we do get asked this a lot and mm -hmm. what we've come to discover over the years is our patented solution is actually industry agnostic. So currently our market presence is truly global in nature in that we support businesses of all sizes in any industry that you can imagine. And our ideal client is is any company large or small, who carries and holds any amount of inventory can benefit from RSI's technology. Awesome. Great. Um, and so I want to sort of just touch on COVID a little bit. I know everybody's kind of talking about it, but it's, it is an important topic. So with safety stock being questioned these days because of COVID and organizations looking at different solutions to help diversify their inventory, such as just in case instead of just in time, how are your clients using the data you provide them differently? What requests are you seeing now maybe that you didn't see before. Yes, Sarah, that's a, a very relevant topic right now, isn't it? So great question. So, so since RSI is a non-replacement, non-disruptive technology, we, we don't require any changes to a company's existing supply chain processes. So it can be deployed quickly and easily for our clients and inventory optimization benefits can very often start by simply just changing one or two values called inventory policies that lies within a company's ERP or their inventory planning system. Now, specifically to COVID-19, we've had a lot of interest lately in our what-if supply chain planning scenarios. And 
this is a, a, a functionality that allows our clients to adjust key supply chain input parameters. And what we've been looking at a lot lately is what if scenarios such as, hey, my lead times are now longer and they're more variable. Or I don't want these past 30 days of zero demand history to skew my forecast results. Or what will my inventory positions actually really look like as our demand comes back to us in stages because we plan to ramp back up slowly. And this is just a, a handful out of thousands of what ifs clients can leverage. And so RSI can accurately simulate those and other types of COVID-19 scenarios. And this is all done in real time and in advance of any live ERP parameter changes because the challenge that we see with clients who are only in a live environment and without predictive analytics is, is as they make changes, they typically have to wait a substantial amount of time in order to really see their results, given that there's a real world adoption time, right? So with our size, what if supply chain planning scenarios, we give our clients the capability to simulate those changes and understand their impact within just a matter of minutes. And it really, really moves the client towards spending more time in strategic proactivity versus the old costly hair on fire reactionary mode that we often see. Right. Being proactive rather than reactive. I mean, I know a couple of companies uh, right now that could definitely use RSI because of the lead times. Like I've, I've ordered from them and traditionally I think it takes like five to 10 days, but they're actually taking five to 10 days just to pick the order. And then it's taking another 10 days to be delivered. Um, and so the turnaround times for some companies right now are um, really long. And it's because they haven't really be, been able to predict something like this. And um, whether they have stock or no stock, and they're waiting for stock to come in. I mean, I don't know what those internal challenges could be. Um, but it's it definitely affects the customer experience, especially when I'm sitting here waiting for the product. And I really, really want to try the product. <laughs> and it takes 25 days to get here. And by the time it gets here, I'm like, oh, why did I buy that again? <laughs> so I, I can definitely, definitely see those uses. So let's talk about the future of the company. What's next for RSI? What are you guys working on? So for... 2020, our growth strategy is to have a three-pronged approach. First being that we will continue our organic growth as we sell directly to end users and also expand the footprint with our existing customers. And secondly, we will continue to work with consulting firms through our strategic partnerships who bring value to their clients by providing inventory optimization services by reselling our technology. And this acts as a complement and as a new revenue source to their existing offerings. And finally, we've been working with a select number of software solution providers who are actually embedding our patented technology to provide an overall enhancement to their ERP solution. And it's also giving them an advantage in the market as well. Great. And I can't wait to see what's going to happen next and, and where you guys are going to go from here. It sounds like you are very innovative. You're on the pulse of the industry. And, you know, I think that that's definitely what this part of the industry needs for sure. So before we close, do you have any final comments? Sure, Sarah, I'll leave you with a few final thoughts regarding right-sized inventory. First, the market issue we solve is simple. For any company, that carries inventory, we eliminate inventory imbalances that introduce cost and risk to their business. 
Secondly, our founder, Dave Cook's mission is to provide the best inventory optimization tool on the market and make it affordable to any company. And I'm very proud to say we are realizing his vision. And finally, Sarah, I just want to say thank you for the opportunity to speak about Right Size Inventory today. It's truly been a pleasure. And I also just want to say that we all really appreciate what you do for the supply chain community. Oh, well, thank you very, very much. And if anybody hasn't seen them yet, Chris has got some great videos that are coming out on LinkedIn. What are they called again? One Minute of Supply Chain. Everybody's got the time. That's right. So go and look Chris up on LinkedIn and make sure to check out his videos. So everyone is looking for a solution that will give them the data analytics they need to predict inventory levels across their organizations. Plus something that is easy to use and a fast implementation process. So RSI is the answer for all of that. For more information about Chris, this episode and right-sized inventory, please visit letstalksupplychain.com forward slash episode 117 or their website at rightsizedinventory.com. That's S-I-Z-E-D inventory.com. Thank you to Chris for coming on the show and sharing the importance of inventory optimization and data as we move into this new normal. Thank you, Sarah. This episode was produced in collaboration with Border Buddy, the most innovative online customs platform out there. And here is what Graham, the founder of Border Buddy, has to say. More and more companies are looking to expand their reach into global markets, but most don't know where to start or don't have the time to figure it out. Border Buddy sees the struggle and has found a way for you to integrate customs into your e-commerce site, allowing you peace of mind when selling to customers in other countries. Your customers will know exactly how much the costs are to import their order from you to their door in real time. And just imagine what that will do for your business and your sales. Visit us and sign up for 10% off your first clearance at borderbuddy.com slash let's talk supply chain. If you liked this episode, make sure to check out all the tech episodes in our new filter option under podcasts at letstalksupplychain.com. Next week, stay tuned as Diane from Omnichain is back and she is talking about her journey to success as sometimes the only woman in the supply chain, IT, tech, and blockchain rooms. Wow, that's a lot to shoulder. But you will also hear about the risks that she took and where it took her in the world. She has lived in China. She's lived in Australia. She's lived in Ireland and now living in California. This is a story you are not going to want to miss. So many great nuggets, so many different perspectives on the industry. So stay tuned for that one coming up next week. If you'd like to support the show, there's a few ways to do that. Follow us. Follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to us on YouTube, the SC Supply Chain TV, and also subscribe to our newsletter over at letstalksupplychain.com, and you will actually get our free ebook about surviving supply chain in COVID-19. Next, go to ships.com. That's S-H-I-P-Z.com. If you are a mid-market shipper or a freight forwarder and you want to get in on our platform from the ground. We are going live next week and uh, we definitely want you to be a part of that. So go to ships.com. That's S-H-I-P-Z.com. Next, go to shop under letstalksupplychain.com. We've got a whole bunch of merch. That's right. 
for procurement professionals, logistics professionals, supply chain professionals. We've got mugs, t-shirts, sweaters um, that are a lot of fun and something that you could give to the loved ones in your life. Plus, we also have a supply chain dictionary, 107 pages full of acronyms and definitions you will need to succeed in your supply chain career. Lastly, if you'd like to be featured on the show, go and rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, and I will feature you in an episode coming up. I can't wait to hear your feedback. Good, bad, ugly. I want to hear it all because I can only grow if I know um, what you guys are thinking, what you guys want to know coming up, uh, that kind of thing. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening. And remember, ship happens.